Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. There are so many things just waiting on the side of the road for all of us, like a whole set of kitchen appliances. If only two callers could have come together, we had yes. someone find a boat and someone find a life jacket. We had such a great summer <laughs> lined up right there. We also had today's Thursday Three Style, which they have decided to include here in the Morning Mix podcast. Is it my best ever? No, but it's on here. We should have had margaritas. All that and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So our kids, yeah. uh, Chlamydia, Sardine, and yep. Shart are Shart. all playing in the in the sandbox. Whip, what's, uh, yeah, what's when, your, when are you sending your, your, what's your child's name? Your kid over. Oh my God. Uh, wow. Wow. You want some options? Jalapeno. You can... Jalapeno. <laughs> Ooh, he's jalapeno in it. I like mm-hmm. that. That's a good one. Thank you. You thought about that one. You did. I did. That's nice. <laughs> we got a lot of options that have come in. Now, it's been a trending story online, a little bit of a trend where many people have shared their thoughts. But if you were to take a word and remove its meaning entirely, would it make a great name? There are many options that have been shared uh, over the millennia. Some of them include... It works, you know. Dinner is on the table. Options exist. So you text us at 312-233-1019. What names, what words would make great names if we remove the entire meaning of those words? Example, 847. Hey, this is my kid, Omelet. 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 312. Hi there, Chimichanga. (laughs) That's a cute one. Seven oh eight. Hi, folks. We're so excited to announce eight pounds four ounces. This is our baby boy, Dingleberry. Oh, maybe a southern name. Yeah, baby Feels a D. Baby D. Aww. What up, DB? You know they probably call him DB. Yeah. Two one nine. Tough one. Go with me on the journey here. This is our daughter, Placenta. It is pretty. It's, it's like beautiful word. Yeah. But 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 Placenta. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Got options. Eight one five. Hey guys, good to meet you at Fisher. I'm Fisher. <laughs> Fisher like Fisher, so it kind right. of plays. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. The wonderful scene in the office. I highly recommend if you don't watch The Office, Kevin is arguing about anal fissures. Yes. <laughs> well, no one here has that. Well, someone might. <laughs> He's a great character. That's great. Yeah. Hey, it's 630. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't think I'm nearly high enough to participate in today's text. <laughs> That's fine. 847, this feels maybe like European, but uh, this is our kid, Adirondack. <laughs> oh, that's a great <laughs> it's a name. a good one, right? Yeah. 
224, it's not just a hotel or a thing that happens in the desert. This is our daughter, Mirage. Oh, dangerous yeah, could, though. Yeah, you could do that. Dangerous because I believe there are a, a whole group of strippers named Mirage. That's definitely. So be careful with <laughs> they that. They work one. at places yeah. called the Mirage. That's right. Yeah. Eight four seven. Now this name is very sophisticated. Esophagus. That sounds like they're a really smart. Uh, hello, uh, I'm esophagus. Kind of nice. It does. Eight four seven. Portabella. Mm-hmm. Portabella. Violetta's choking. It's too much fun. She's yeah, had to leave no. the room. Oh, no. What happened? Does she need help? She ran out of the room choking. That'd the esophagus a, talk. That's yeah. Probably, it was weird timing. I mean, that alone, choke. Choke. Baby. Choke's a good one. Come here, choke. Hey. Come here, choke. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Alyssa, hey, this is our kid Epiphany. Oh, Epiphany. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Epiphany's great. Yeah. 815, I think Idiom would be a good boy's name. Idiom. All right, Idiom on the list. 708, yeah, it's our son, Hemroid. Yeah. Roy. 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 It's nice. Here's a good one. Eight four seven. It's not just a Dua Lipa song. Levitate. Levitate. Okay. We have a friend named Levinix. So levitate. We call him Vinny. So I guess that you could call levitate Tate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of nice. Seven oh eight. Chipotle. Oh. <laughs> I like that. If you remove the meaning of the word entirely, what would be a great name? Rubella. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty. It's so great. Yeah. There was a Smoking Pope song called Rubella, and I swear it was like sung to a person. Crazy. Yeah. You said that like we all know that Smoking Popes was a band, and I think that's great. (laughs) A thousand years ago, they were local. I don't (laughs) know that they ever got out of Chicago, but they were kind of big here for a while in 1996. You said that like someone would tell you two had a song. (laughs) Like a ubiquitous band. Yes. yes. A band that you never heard of had a song you never heard called Rubella once. Did they have a song for this next name? If you removed the meaning of the word, it would be a beautiful name. Ah, meet Sphincter. This is Sphinct. <laughs> like that one. Mascara. Oh, that's pretty. Let me rattle off a bunch. We got so many options this morning. MRSA. <laughs> Splenda. Mm-hmm. Aorta. Wow. Melanoma. Cellulite. <laughs> Parsley. Galaxy. Reaper. This is our child genitalia. Oh, God. <laughs> you can call her Genie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> ammonia. That's a good one. I uh-huh. like ammonia. You know, it's kind of fun. Not pneumonia, but ammonia. Similarly, a great to you clean it with ammonia. Urine. Adderall. Velveeta. Charcuterie. Labia. Dingus. <laughs> and the top two answers that came in, no jokes here. These are the top two answers that came in. In at number two. Your top two answers for words that if we removed all meaning from them, they would make great names. In at number two, this is our daughter, Vagina. Vagina uh, came in. Yeah. It's a V name. Yeah. It's got the I will support it. it. Yeah. So you kind of have to. <laughs> and in at number one, the number one name. This is our kid, Nickelback. Oh, gosh. What? Oh, that's Nickelback right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then who's that kid next to them? I forget. Ah, the flash was on. Joey, that's what it was. Yeah, this is Joey and Nickelback. And then that's their friend Vagina right there. <laughs> yeah, Vagina. They used to own this house, actually. Her parents did. Yeah, good that's people. funny, though. Good people. The second, the second floor was tough because Sphincter was in the other window. And that was, oh, yeah. yeah, was where we went to school with all of our buddies, Chrysalis and Pillow and Clip and Prestige <laughs> and Rubella and Marzipan. They were all in there. It feels like if Hooked on Phonics did like a book about names. 
Those are some wonderful names. It's a fun conversation to have with your friends today. If you were to remove the meaning of any word and turn it into a name, what words would be great? From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Pothole problems. A woman reported that she was driving on Harlem Road there in Chicatawaga. Chicatawaga. And she hit a pothole so hard it rattled the car. She pulled over to see if there was any damage. When she got out, the handle of her door fell off and she couldn't get back in the car. She hit the pothole so hard. Unreal. And then our own whip just shared with us that he once hit a pothole so hard he had an instant flat. Instant. And it sounded like this. As soon as you hear that, you know you're in bad shape. (laughs) Yeah, physically and the car. Yes. How about you? You had a pothole problem. Hi, Christina. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, this is wild. A pothole problem, but it actually caused a problem inside the car. What happened? Yeah, so the facility that my son's travel baseball team uh, practices at, the potholes are horrible. And one night going to practice, hit a pothole, and the top of his bat hit the back window and cracked it. Oh, my God. Uh, I could see that happening. Yeah, you jam all that stuff in the little hatch or the trunk, and then boom, right through. So you hit a pothole so hard, the baseball bat in the back popped up, and that happened. Yeah. That's insane, and it shattered the whole rear window. Like, it all was just gone, or it just cracked it? It cracked it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Baseball bat pops up and cracks the rear window. That's wild. Hey, Scott, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How about yourself? Doing all right. Now, good. Scott, you had a pothole problem. What happened? Yeah, it was uh, it was the, uh, the uh, pothole was filled with water. I didn't even know it. And uh, it wasn't until I hit it and, like, the whole car, like, reacted violently, you know, and there's, like, the like the stripping on the bottom. The car's, like, ripped off and stuff, you know, and and um, I didn't realize until I looked at it later on that it actually had twisted the frame of my car and the radiator as well. Oh, my god! And then when I went... Yeah, and then when I went to uh, talk, I, I called call the, uh, the Forest Preserve District. Guy. This is well, it's someone else's road. It became this big thing about whose road it was, and it was just a mess. So, oh, that's horrible. Now, Whip actually has the audio because he said the pothole was filled with water. Had no idea. You can hear the frame bending, and then you can hear the water gushing up into the radiator. Yeah. yeah. You don't frame want that. Loud. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Denise. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right, Denise. Uh, boy, big old pothole problem for you. What happened? So I was five months pregnant, driving home from Brookfield Zoo, getting onto First Ave or getting off of First Avenue onto I-55. Hit one pothole, but it flattened both tires on the passenger side of the car. Yeah, yeah. Like front I had one of those. I had one of those. It's terrible. Bump bump, and it's they both terrible. got flat. Both got flattened, and then pulled over. Cops are there because you can't change one tire. You got to get a tow truck. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting for the tow truck. We're waiting for my husband to pick myself up, my other two kids that were in the car, and my three-year-old decides to just drop his shorts and pee right next to the police officer standing there waiting uh, for me. What are you going to do? Yeah, let's I go. Mean, yeah. That's a kid that knows how to use his time well. Mm-hmm. Kudos. Now, Whip actually has the yeah. audio here because uh, I was worried that your water broke when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, no! one, there's one time. There's the other one. one. Two seconds later. Exactly. Boy, I thought she was moving real slow. Yeah. You don't realize that you can get two flat tires from the same pothole instantly. Mm, that's crazy. Exactly. You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. A couple of police officers driving the roads of Chile, and across the street on the side of the road, they noticed that's a new fridge there. What's that? 
So they pulled over to check on the new fridge, and then on their way a couple hundred yards later, they found a new stove. Well, that's weird. Then a couple hundred yards forward from there, they found a new microwave. Somebody lost their whole appliance set on their way home in Chile. It's a little rough. Mm-hmm. But you never know what you're going to see on the side of the road. You're out just living your life. Hey, Melissa, good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing really well. A real strike on this one. What would you see on the side of the road? Well, my ex-husband was a runner and came home one day and said, uh, we have to drive back this way on our way to a trip. And I said, why? He goes, I think I saw a bowling ball on the side of the road. I'm like, that was that strange. We went back that way, and it was a solid black bowling ball, the kind you find in every bowling alley. And it had the name Rex on it, and it had one skid on it. And somebody had a very bad day at the bowling alley and decided to pitch the bowling ball. Oh, and watch he out. Used, he, he used it for the next three years. Watch it out. didn't even put his fingers. Wow. Yeah. That's why, yeah, see? Didn't even fit his fingers. That's why she ditched him. She said it's her ex. So there you go. <laughs> Melissa and her husband, ex-husband, wrecks the bowling ball. Saw a bowling ball on the side of the road. Babe, we got to go back and get that bowling ball. You can't. Come on. That's wild. We can't and just those let are expensive. that go. Yeah, we're not going to just let that go. Now we've got a little combo platter here. Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Hi, good morning. We couldn't go back and get it, though. <laughs> what did you see on the side of the road? A brand new pontoon boat that... Must have come off of a trailer because we're sitting on its side. It was a 20-foot brand-new pontoon boat with a 300-horse outboard motor on it. Do you work for the company that built it? Wow. Do you know your pontoon boats? We call that the family float. You can take everybody out. There's a grill on board. (laughs) Cindy, so you guys saw it. Were you? Was this on the way maybe to Wisconsin? Uh, No, no. It was... uh, it was out towards the farm fields and outside of Illinois, so okay. off of 80. Maybe halfway there they realized, there's nowhere to put this damn thing. What, are we going to float this thing <laughs> right. in the corn? No, we're out. I thought we, we went the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, just get rid of the boat. Get rid of the boat. <laughs> so Cindy found the pontoon boat, and Amy found something that might have been on it. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, I may have found my friend there. Um, yeah. I was driving, driving home from Lake Geneva. Uh, the rest of the family was in a different place. And I was driving home, and uh, I'm like, what is that? I was like, wow, that's a life jacket. Kept going, picked that one up, kept going, found another one. We got six life jackets plus two into life jackets. Come on, that's awesome. And we used them for years. Wow. Amy, I love the excitement. It's as if you won the Showcase Showdown, knowing Uh. that you found a family's pack of life jackets. Have you used the life jackets? Oh, for sure. We used them for years. The infant ones, everything. It was awesome. They were nice. Very so nice. They weren't all in the same spot. Like, you had to drive a couple, like, drive no. a mile, pick one up. Oh, yeah. It was. They were probably, I would say, within three miles of each other. So, something, they probably had them tied down. Something mm-hmm. went loose, and then they just were flying yeah. up. Yeah, that's it. So, I picked them all up. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, can I get a ride? No. Back seats full of life jackets. Sorry, man. Can't pick Sorry. you up. That'll yes. leave the people back behind me so I can get these life jackets home. You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. Well, today's National Margarita Day. It's time for your Thursday three style. Please say good morning to Vicky. Buenos dias. Hi. Hi, Vicky. Now, are you a margarita drinker? Do you like a margarita? I absolutely do. Okay, great. Are you having one right now? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm driving. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> good. Thank that's you. very responsible. Good for you. All right. Okay. <laughs> Misplay by the rules. Now, Vicky, let me ask you this. Do you think you're going to have one today now that you know it's officially National Margarita Day? I'm um, thinking 
time, yes. Now I have a taste for one. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. We got it in her brain. Have you heard us do a Thursday three style before, Vicky? Yes, I have. Okay, great. So you know the drill. We need three words from you on a given topic. We'll take those three words and put them into a song right now. What are the first three words when we say to margarita? Okay, <laughs> I have te- tequila. Okay. I think he was giving you that one. <laughs> on How would you think of that? Yes, he did. Salt. 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 Okay, yeah. And frozen. Frozen. Mm. I have to ask, are you a, a salt or no salt person? Um, I am a salt. Definitely. You're salt. You're assaulted. Okay, great. I love that. Vicky, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We are now going to perform your Thursday three style. Nicole, do you have your bell? Okay, great. So Nikki has the bell. Nikki will hit the bell when I hit the words. The Thursday three style words today. Oh my god. Tequila, salt, and frozen. Okay, wow, this is a lot. Here we go. Welcome to your Thursday three style. Uh okay. Yeah. I feel like we're on the beach a little bit, you know. I'm thirsty for today. Gotta get a little something to sip, babe. What am I gonna grab? Man, what's something I haven't had? I gotta go and get one for ya. A margarita with extra tequila. I put a ya in there. That's not really where it belongs, but here we are. Hey, man, go to the mall. They can get a drink with salt. And it is oh so good. I love to get one in my neighborhood. Where I go for my spot, it's the thing that I drink. I love to drink it right out of the sink. Because I don't care if it's fresh or if it's old. I want a margarita. Show me where they are sold. I'm trying to get to something. Man, this is busting. Get a tequila margarita if it's frozen. That's a little bit of a stretch, but how else will we get there today? I feel like I've already had three margaritas. You know me. Drink them down. I'm sipping them straight. I like a margarita when I'm out on a date. Starting to feel a little bit like Sandler. Yes. But that's okay, man. Here we go. You're already done. You did the three words. So why the hell are you still singing? Man, it's getting absurd. I don't know what to say, but there's still another minute in the song. Okay. Margarita. It's what she wants to order today. Uh, Margarita. She's a little off on time. Margarita. Yeah, we're figuring it out. (laughs) We didn't talk about the time signature of this song before it started. But here we go. I think I found it. Uh, Margarita. <laughs> this is the weirdest one we've well, ever yeah, done. Yeah, it, it sounded like you were getting into Adam Sandler. Then a little reggae-ish. Yeah, this I also, yeah, I'm really, yeah, that came I'm all over the map for it, Vicky. We finished a little Pee Wee Herman. We kind of did, yeah. it did. Vicky, I hope that that was okay. I think I need two margaritas. Yeah, I think so. One margarita. Guys, that might have been the end of the Thursday. That might be it. We might just be done. We might need to pack it up and move. I don't know. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Engagements, wedding planning, a lot of that starts with shopping for a rock. And diamond experts have now shared the top six tips for buying the perfect engagement ring. This might be something we should send to Travis Kelsey, according to Whip, so be ready. Oh, yeah. In at number six, the top six tips for buying the perfect engagement ring. Man, how do I know what kind of ring they want? Well, if you want to keep the element of surprise intact, you still can. You have to be creative. Be very observant of hints 
subtle or direct, that your partner might be dropping about the kind of ring they want. You can always turn to friends or their siblings and ask questions about what they may or may not like. But keep note of the color and style of jewelry they're already wearing on the day-to-day. Then keep an eye on social media to get inspiration based on the things she follows, likes, and comments upon because you're going to have to come into the store with a basic idea of what you're looking for. That's where Pinterest used to be very helpful that because was my whole people vibe. would Pinterest all of their like kind of stuff. And I went yeah. into the jewelry store and I brought up my now wife's Pinterest account and I said, these are all the wedding things that she's following on Pinterest. And then we designed the ring from there. And at number five, top tips for buying the perfect engagement ring. Should I go shopping with my partner? Big question. It's worth a conversation. Do not assume that they want to go shopping with you for the ring. However, you can begin that process by having a simple conversation about their interest level of that. And maybe that kind of tips everyone off, which is okay, because I still won't know when the engagement's going to come. But you want to have a conversation before you get engaged, maybe, about our life for the future together. And, like, what kind of ring would you want? Would you want to be there to pick it out, or would you rather have the surprise? It can be that simple. In at number four, remember the four C's. Chris, 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 and Chris. No, no, no. You know the four C's. Cut, color, clarity, carrot. All of these things need to be considered in some capacity. I do highly recommend, get your, this isn't here. This is just me sharing my intel with you. Get a little bit of education on what all those are. Because, you know, not a ton. Do some Googling. Do some light reading. Just have a general idea of understanding what kind of color, clarity, and carrot, and cut all mean. And how they impact the price of the rock. Yeah, also just so you don't get duped. Like, you should have some information before you go in there and they try to sell you on a bunch of stuff that doesn't mean anything. I would also tell you, before you get to cut clarity, color, and uh, the other one, uh, carrot. (laughs) The most important one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They might not want a diamond. They might want something else. They might want their birthstone. Maybe their mom has, like, an emerald ring, and they've always wanted an emerald ring. So have a sense of understanding what the rock might be as well. Or what the rock is cooking. That's right. That's true, too. In at number three, along with the cut, the clarity, the color, and the carrot, you got to understand the shape. In at number three, be prepared to understand shape. You might be thinking to yourself, what do you mean shape? It's a diamond. Well, they can be round, cushion, princess, emerald, oval, pear, and marquise. Mm -hmm. Okay? So be ready for that. A few common engagement ring shapes that, that you can choose from, but it don't stop there. A study done by The Knot, which is like the home website for weddings. Yeah. Round diamond rings were the most popular in 2023 with 34% of people choosing to go with a round ring. Oval stones have also become a hot trend according to the source, hopping from 2 to 23% in 2023. In at number two, you got to know your budget and be prepared to stick to it. Know your budget. Many stand strong on this whole three-month salary being the acceptable amount to put forth. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's a myth. It's not a rule. The budget is personal to the individual. You'll want to have a budget in mind before diving into shopping. Also, a lot of folks get engaged at a point in their life where maybe hanging on to three months, that's, wow, that's a whopping part of the money you have to pay for rent and food and dinner. So be prepared. And in at number one, understand the differences of shopping online versus shopping in person. In the world of online shopping, engagement rings have hopped on the bandwagon. Even though shopping online may seem like a very easy choice and a quick and dirty way to get it done, there are things you need to consider before you do it. Engagement rings are just so personable. The in-store experience is very important compared to the online shopping experience. 
because you can touch the ring. You can feel the rock. You can feel the ring. You can feel how it feels on your finger. Is there any kind of a groove on the ring? Would that be annoying to feel all the time? Well, I get used to that. All that stuff, which cannot be replaced by shopping online. Mm -hmm. Also, I will throw this at you. I've had buddies do this. You get one part online and one part in store. So they bought a diamond online. We could do that, huh? And then they brought it into the store and said, can you put this in a ring? Right. And then you kind of put your hands together. Because you do kind of want to go somewhere where if it doesn't fit or something, you know what I mean? You want to be able to fix that. Right. It's hard to mail back a diamond ring out. If it fits, it sits. You know, you got to keep that in mind. If it don't fit, you must acquit. That's what he said. <laughs> another one. That's another good one. Another good thing to keep in mind. Think, yeah. think of those for next week's three style, maybe. That's right. Yeah, those yeah. rhymes. The, if it don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah. Let me get a margarita so I can drink it. That's Did one. That's one yeah. We back, baby. Kind Let's get of. a look at those. Yeah. <laughs> the morning mix flash briefing with Violetta. There is a meme trending out there in our lovely city titled, The Most Popular Shoe Salesmen Are From Here. And there's a picture of Al Bundy and MJ. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's spot on. And it puts it all in perspective for you. So that's you might be seeing that around the internet and everyone's loving it and liking it. So we pronounce things wrong here on the show kind of like all the time. It just happens. You yeah. know, we talk all day, every day, and inevitably you're going to say something wrong. Inevitably. So yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not always fun. So we're with you and we understand. Maybe just relax and have a nice cup of tea. We have uh, green tea, detox, and uh, shimamale. What did you call it? Sh- shimamale. It's chamomile. Wait. I texted everyone. No! <laughs> it's like, it's like when you say something wrong and then everybody has to find They're out. Chamomile. Chamomile. I, I love that. You know, there, yeah. I do think there's a lot of people out there who don't know what chamomile tea is. Like, no. not even how to say it, just what it is. They actually have some really, really great chamomile tea in New Finland. <laughs> yes, they do. And now we know that that's in Alaska, right? Or Canada? Yeah, Canada. <laughs> okay. We're just working on pronunciation. Yeah, not <laughs> geography. <laughs> geography right now. One thing at a time. So maybe you don't want tea. Maybe a cup of coffee instead. Starbucks is launching a pork-flavored latte in China. And it's getting oh. a pig reaction. Oh, man. Hey, so you did up? say pork. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is pork. Starbucks China is giving that olive oil latte uh, a savory run for its money. It sounds gross to me, but uh, maybe people are into it. So the drink is going to feature Dong Po pork sauce, espresso, <laughs> steamed milk, and a drizzle of extra pork sauce on top because you didn't have enough. Um, it, it's also going to be called the Lucky Savory Latte. And it's all to celebrate the new year, the Lunar New Year. Yeah. No. It's like an espresso ramen. That's <laughs> no. how I feel yeah. about it, right? Like, hmm. uh. I don't know if it's served up this way, but on the picture that they're advertising online, there's a skewer with like a like a dry piece of bacon on it, too. So I don't know if you get that on top or you just get that pork sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It's a big deal. Yes. That's your flash briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.